Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Patton, and I am your host on Are We Grownups Yet? This is the podcast where I'm asking creative professionals how they built careers in unconventional fields to make a living doing the things that they love. And I'm doing that to inspire and motivate you to do the same. This is what we used to dream about when we were still just kids. You're a photographer, you're not grown up. No, pretty much. <laughs> I think that is a great way to start this episode. You so, want to tell listeners who you are? No. And why you're here? I don't know what, well, why you're important. Because I'm not a grown up yet. <laughs> why? What? What was the question? I'm sorry. Who are you and what do you do with your life? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done with your life? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, I try to make a living being a commercial photographer. I guess you want a little background, huh? Yeah. Let's see, photographer for over 25 years in New York City, shooting products for L'Oreal, Maiden Form, Almay, almost everything product, I think, I've shot. A lot um, of beauty products and jewelry. Beauty, jewelry, watches. Bras. 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 Brasiers. <laughs> damn Someone's got to shoot them. Every time you talk about the bras, it, it, I used to like see trauma in your eyes. Yeah, that was, that was high, high stress. High number count. Shoot count every day. And um, <clears throat> they had to be perfect. Just perfect. You know, and my bras were, were put on to the model shots. Mm. So that, you know, I'm oh, like, they'd superimpose the bras right onto the, the model. The fashion photographer is getting credit for my bra. <laughs> no. <laughs> Highlights, I guess, of my career being a contributing photographer for Forbes for like 15 years, uh, where Forbes basically got me a lot of the jewelry that I got to shoot cars, motorcycles, a lot of golf balls, a lot of golf stuff. But um, <clears throat> a lot of high-end uh, shoes and business wear. Um, shot for Harper's Bazaar for their advertorials, which was more makeup and, well, that was a little bit of everything too. Shampoos, um, anything to please their advertisers I got to shoot. Mm. Um, yeah. The, I'm that photographer that no one pays attention to. The little shampoo bottle in the corner of the advertisement <laughs> is me. So you spent <laughs> your whole career in New York. Ma yeah, majority of it, yeah. And wow. you're from Kansas originally? Originally from Kansas. I went to school in KU, University of Kansas. Um, <clears throat> grew up, yep, right there in Lawrence. Um have a background in design and graphic design. So it works well with the layouts. I know what's going on. That always helps. Um, yeah, Kansas, Kansas to New York. Mm -hmm. And then you recently just made a big move. And then I moved west to California, Monterey, 
as we're sitting here with mm -hmm. blue skies and every time i say monterey to anybody they're like is that where big little lies was filmed i want to <laughs> shoot there we live big little lives <laughs> i wanted to ask you about what it is that sparks you like out of all those what out did of, you really enjoy oh i don't you know i think i enjoy the puzzle more of creating a great shot of making something so simple beautiful because beautiful things are beautiful things something that like a shampoo bottle redken um i shot that brand for years and we developed a, you know, like a hero shot that a certain way that it would be shot that it would glow and glisten and so it gets your attention and i think that's the trick of product and still life photography is what is going to make you look at that product and just being exposed correctly lit correctly anything's going to look beautiful if you do that but i think that's more of a challenge on everyday things a big example of that would be if you go to target cvs any brand store that carries all of those like all may maybelline mm -hmm. and you look at the little hang tags someone shoots that mm -hmm. and <laughs> i had my year that i would just run into cvs or target and go oh that's my shot for all may oh that's me 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 and just like you know hang out in the makeup aisle and go that's oh, kind of cool i saw my whole portfolio right in front of me <laughs> and then of course you know then i kind of grew up and went into bras for maiden form <laughs> do you remember the first time that you saw your photos in a magazine or or on an, you know in the island target i think i walked right by it um and then did a back step like huh that's good you know because i i as you've seen me, I constantly research products mm -hmm. to see how they're shooting it, see if I can find the reflection of the photographer and the silverware, mm -hmm. little things like that. Um, but I think I actually just walked right by it and said, damn, that's, that's, that's a good shot. And then I just kind of walked backwards to look at it and I'm like, oh, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm, I'm finally one of those guys that got to be on the shelves of, uh, Right. You know, across the country. And for me, I like to look at the other products or the other labels that have photos on them and look at the one that has mine on it. And, you know, exactly. does this, you're not sure if it looks professional or not. <laughs> you're like, because <laughs> it's yours. Yeah. Why did they use that one? <laughs> but yeah, that was exciting. I think the first cover that I did for Forbes was. I was just like, oh my God, like you, you look at it and you look at it and you're like, can't believe this actually I'm on the cover. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then you start showing everybody. And, uh, this young photographer was like you, <laughs> no, he was younger. <laughs> um, he goes, would I have seen anything you would have shot? And then kind of a snotty snarky, like, oh, also it, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I just happened to be standing by a poster, a big wall poster, you know, checking out my work. And he had no idea that I had shot it. And I'm like, well, you're looking at it. Like, that. this is, that's you? You shot that? I'm like, yeah. And then his friend goes, yeah, yeah, that would be him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I think it was on a bus stop. And I'm like, hmm, you know, you're never told exactly. 
it, when you sign a contract, when they want to use all rights, then you you know you get paid for it. But all of a sudden, you're like, I think that just was my shot on the side of the bus. Like you know, a little product, not the hero shot. But mm-hmm. hmm, you know, actually, the most exciting was to be in Vogue. That made my day. But it what was, did you shoot for Vogue? It was for Redken. It was oh, okay. a Redken editorial thing. So I can't take full credit that, but. And then I got to be the guy that shoots L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, well, get him because he's shooting those those shampoo bottles or the products. But That's it, the way it works. Yeah. But the thing about, I'm talking about shampoo bottles, but you're not only shooting the product, you're shooting the dabs, the swatches, the the other stuff that you forget about. You want to see what what's inside the bottle too. But yeah, crazy year, crazy 20 years. Do you feel like there's a big difference between New York and California as far as, well, obviously the weather, but as far as uh, photography and clients and what they're expecting from you? Well, California has some pretty high-end people out here. Uh, I think the pressure is more intense in New York. You are hit with a high uh, shot number of mm-hmm. what needs to be done. Uh, and there are all these young photographers biting at your heels because they want your your client and so you're doing everything you can to keep that client happy i think that was the stress level of like because you never know when when um you may if you don't pick up that call then they need something fast and then they go with a a younger photographer and they're like oh Okay, well, well, now you've just lost your client. I mean, you have to really do client service, and it's a yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You never say, I can't, I don't think I can shoot that. And then uh, you're like, get in situations like, I really have no idea how I'm going to get that soap to float. <laughs> but uh, I think this, the stress of young uh, photographers wanting to be photographers in New York um, just because you're shooting in New York doesn't mean you're, you're a great photographer, but I think that was more stressful of like staying ahead of the curve, um, always producing as good as work as you can. And I, I, I still can't get out of that kind of like, it doesn't, you know, products that I'm shooting today, I won't send out files without my approval or edit. Just like you would write a paper, you wouldn't, you read that email whatever you wrote to make sure there's no errors. Well, that's the way I think you should look at your photography. If you don't like it, then don't send it out because they're not going to fix it. You want to see your website? Well, it's easy. It's ronreeves.com. Make it simple. Um, or one more picture, 100, follow me on Instagram. That's the fun stuff. I'm just kind of amazed at a lot of your beauty shots and, uh, or the, not beauty shots, the beauty products. Yeah, I do like beauty products. I don't know why. I do like sparkly things and makeup it has shimmer and sparkle and it's not that easy to shoot. It looks easy. Um, but I think it's, it's to get it to not look so commercial, but yet commercial. I think this, the, but mm-hmm. yeah, the beauty products. Um, I mean that you've got L'Oreal, which owns a lot of companies. Um, you have Revlon, you have, um, 
SD Lauder. It's the only one I didn't shoot for is SD Lauder. Um, but I think shooting for the other two makes up for. Can't have all of them, I guess. But, <laughs> but the other thing too is that challenge of getting other clients. Or like, okay, what do I, what do I have to do to get in the door there? What you know, or are they? Am I competing against? Are they competing against me? You, know, right. you never know who's what and and who knows who. But the majority of the work was for L'Oreal for a long time, just the bread and butter. Um, and then the uh, highlight stuff was like the editorial stuff that really doesn't pay, but you get glamorous products. Right. And you get a lot of exposure. And people see your work and say, I want him yeah. on my next project. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about how do you get through the door? How do you get through the door? Just because this podcast is primarily for people who are sitting at home. They have big dreams to have a career like yours, and to, they have no idea how the, to do it. How do you, how do you get in the door? The makeup aisle of <laughs> Target. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to have your little swatch <laughs> shown. Um, I, you know, I think any in anything, uh, the desire, the passion, the drive, um, and you just don't take no as an answer. I think I was really uh, – I also had – well, I, I had friends in the business – However, they never hired me. <laughs> Some friends. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I can't give him credit at all because he he didn't want it to be. And I understand that is just because you have someone working there. Sometimes they will open the door. and Sometimes they, they don't want to be connected with favorism. Um, so uh, you... Like for L'Oreal, I was handed an opportunity from a younger art director and they needed some product shot and it was a new product, new concept. And they're like, you know, just throw it out there to some, some peon photographer. Mm -hmm. And I took it and ran with it. And, um, uh, and in those opportunities, you can either accept or like, oh, I don't really want to shoot that. I mean, it was a crappy product, um, but that was the challenge because no one else wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing too is what I was talking about before is once that photographer says, no, I'm not available, and that was, I think that was truly why they called me. Like, can you shoot this and can we have it turned around fast? And I'm like, sure. Um, and then back then I was shooting 4 by 5 film, so... And it wasn't quite digital. Mm -hmm. I just aged myself, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm still not an adult, so um, or grown up. Um, and you take that opportunity, and you do the best and submit it. And I remember taking the the film in to deliver it to the art director, and she told me to wait. She took it to her VP of creative, and she came back and she goes. She wants to talk to you. And I thought I had really screwed up. I was like, oh, crap. Oh, and I was sweating like, oh, <laughs> I really blew it. And she did. She's like, you shot this? This is your work? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, This is your work. I mean, she just couldn't believe that I was this young kid um slightly but she liked it no she was blown away and and i was looking at her i'm still sweating shaking because I, I felt like i was in the principal's office and, <laughs> and it was a vp's office office in fifth avenue in new york city corner office i think 
And I'm like this. I was probably 28, 29, maybe, maybe 30. Um, and just like shaking in my clothes, like, oh, I hope I didn't waste some time. And, and she's like, okay, can you shoot 20 more products by the end of the week? And I'm like, sure, no problem. Okay. And then they boxed it up and, and I had it to, I had shot it cause I was so excited. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you know, happy dance. Mm-hmm. And then like, then you stress out cause you're like, oh, this has got to be good. And, um, then I returned the film by Wednesday. I think I, I got the product on Monday and I had delivered it on Wednesday and they're looking at me like, are you, you're done already? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, here, here's all of them with a bracket. And, and what I had to learn was film was expensive. Polaroid was expensive. Processing was expensive. Um, it's per sheet. Right. And so you tried to do everything correctly in the image. So your balance or your fill cards or your, uh, you want it to, to look good. So if there were a flaw in the bottle, you can't do anything about that. But to make sure there's no bubbles, um, to make sure that the liquid was filled to the top, just little simple things that you, a product photographer will think of, or I see it and think, oh, they should have filled the, the bottle up all the way. But I did all of those things and returned the film. And uh, she's like, oh, they were shocked that this this young photographer turned it around and my whites were white and, and I, they were just perplexed of like, this should have taken you all week, you know? And then, then the art director said, next time, if you finish, just don't deliver it for a week. Just you're making <laughs> the other photographers look bad. And I'm like, really? Well, then they need to speed up because I thought that was, I thought it was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It was product on white which everybody does every day, but, um, some people do it right. And some people don't in mm-hmm. my opinion, but, um, yeah, that was the first, like you get the opportunity and you run with it, you know, and you, you can't, uh, as scared as I was, uh, I, that from that point on, I started shooting for L'Oreal. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't the glamour, beauty, um, model, and the wind and the fans. I was the uh, product guy, but it was a very good paycheck for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because <clears throat> the first thing I thought about, I was kind of picturing myself in that office, and she says, "Okay, give me twenty more of these by the end of the week." As a new photographer, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are in this boat where they have no idea how to price. Like, yeah. How did you um, f- figure out what you wanted to charge? Um, or well, did they just was, give you a rate? It was kind of easy for that first time because they told me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was almost, they were paying per shot. And I was like, did I hear you right? Per shot. So, and you want the entire family of product shot with singles plus a group plus this plus this and in my head i'm going god that's a lot of money <laughs> oh my god and so yeah i didn't really have to negotiate and so then they set the price which was lower than what they were getting mm-hmm. uh but i was also 
um, the kid off the block, the new kid shooting. And you weren't used to that big of a paycheck. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I just paid my rent, you know, like, and, and, you know, they would come in big spurts. So it wasn't every day that you were getting paid that, but, um, then you were the go-to call him. Mm -hmm. And then, so you had that constant bread and butter, um, okay, now I can afford a studio. And then they just continued for, for years of sending me product. And then, then, um, you know, the different, uh, like, uh, L'Oreal, I was started shooting for Kerastase and Matrix and the word just kind of got out like, Oh, well, we're using this guy. And then you have to go negotiate in each brand because each brand has budgets like L'Oreal professional, um, it goes to all the salons and their gallons and they don't have the budget that Redken had. So you're like, um, they're paying this. We can't, we can't touch that. So you say, well, um, what can you afford? And you start negotiating. Well, okay, here's, this is what it's going to cut. This is what it cost me. These, I have to make this know your expenses first. No, um, your gas to get there. It's as simple as of uh, making a simple little budget of, okay, like New York, um, we use the delivery del- delivers, uh, delivery guys, uh, which was charged every time. So there's a delivery charge for pickup. There's the film charge. There's the, you know, the uh, lab charge. Uh, and right now let's put it into modern. You've got to pay off your camera. So you automatically think of, an instant charge for your camera usage. Um, uh, I had to also pay for insurance cause I had a commercial space. So you charge, you know, like, uh, you, you take it for them a month and you say, okay, I've got to make this per day. And, um, then some clients are like, well, we have only a hundred bucks and you're like, <laughs> really? But we have a lot of products and, um, I'm like, okay, well, and taking those, I would take those also because I still had high rent paying the studio. So I would be shooting at these. And they don't really discuss budgets between, they just are working and, and pumping out the work. So, oh, you're shooting for Kerastaz. And Kerastaz's budget was different than L'Oreal Professional and Redken. So you work with their budgets. Most of the time they'll say this, we want, we and for still life, it's much easier than dealing with fashion because you're dealing with the, the prop style or the product. What's in fashion now? The stylist, the hair and makeup. The, um, so you, your budgets are much bigger. Um, and they, so they cut your budget when you're being a photographer for a product. You're like, well, you don't get that because we have to budget for models and this and this and this. And yada 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 i'd always get pissed at the fashion photographers because i'm like they're getting the full page and i'm getting an inch at the bottom not even an inch a little half inch a little product (laughs) 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 well for the stuff that pays i mean other than the editorials forbes um was really nice to me i would do covers and editorial sections and um stories uh but you 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 make um, 
the client happy. You and you you if you're not happy shooting it, then they're not going to be happy, and you don't show. Um, I, I, I'm just always happy to shoot. So I, I don't know. I, I always look at photographers differently. Like, are you happy you're here? Or are you like, I constantly take pictures. Right. You know, and well, I'm like you said, it starts with desire. Yeah. And a passion. So how you get the money is, you know, some jobs don't have the money. Um, but for example, editorial, you're not going to make any money, but you're going to be seen. It's adver advertisements, and no one is making money like the stylist and the hair and makeup. But they get that pr uh, promotion, and if you're ha if you're lucky, then you'll have a photo credit, and they won't forget. Mm -hmm. But um, pricing is all over the place, and then um, then you'll trust agents, and then you've got to remember not to trust your agent 100. <laughs> percent So. Oh, stressing me out <laughs> so I'm happy to be here in California taking it nice and easy away from New York pace um, and, and away from that rat race but you you have to be prepared to fight with the big ones but I think if you if you stop enjoying what you're shooting or if you don't enjoy shooting then why are you shooting you know and that's going to do it for part one of this interview. Stay tuned for part two coming up real soon. Are We Grown Ups Yet is sponsored by New Face Magazine. Check it out at newfacefashionmagazine.com. Are We Grown Ups Yet is online everywhere. We are at www.arewegrownupsyet.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Send me a message. Tell me what you're up to. 